Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. Well, remember Solomon it was who said, there's a time to every purpose under heaven. And there comes a time when the enemy comes in like a flood. There comes a time when the attacks are coming from every direction, when you and I have the opportunity to prove the God we know. I mean, know for yourself how he will help you to deal with that situation. And so I'll be speaking from the theme, it's time to do exploits. It's time to do exploits. Hallelujah. In the outset, I want to ask you a question. Is there anyone here who has experienced that things have gone bad? Really? bad. In fact, they're so bad, it doesn't appear that things can get any worse. Or perhaps you're here today having been struggling with something that has intensified in its horror. And in its challenge. Yes. And you're at the point now where some stuff that was bad has now reached a place where it stinks. Jesus heard. Your friend is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. His name is Lazarus. Yeah. And he's sick unto death. Yeah. But he's just sick now. Uh-huh. Can you come quick uh-huh. and deal with it? Why would Jesus stay until it was four days later? Why didn't he come before things began to smell bad? Why didn't he come before when it would have appeared to human logic it was the right time? I want to tell somebody with all the stinking stuff, this is the right time. You didn't know it, but Things had to get messed up, jacked up, torn apart, smell bad to be the right time. So I don't know what you brought in this sanctuary today, but I want you to know as bad as it may have been, as bad as it may be right now that you are experiencing a question in your mind. God, why didn't you do this? Why are you letting me go through this? Why are you not faithful to your promise. You said you would do it, but you haven't. 
It's because he wants you to do some exploits. You see, while we're waiting on God, God's waiting on us. And we have the tendency of being so stuck on the past, on the way things used to be, that we are not prepared to understand that God will permit certain things to come against you just so he can position you to receive what he has for you. That's an amen place. So then, let me hurry. The words in my theme emerge from the prophecy of Daniel. Now, I'm sure many of you are acquainted with Daniel, but I want to deal today with the implications of the word that has come through his prophecy. The implications of the word is important because we hear things, but we don't understand the implications of what we hear. There are some things, there are times when God will say no because he's got other implications. We know how to receive, but we don't know how to yield. We know how to embrace, but we don't know how to stand alone with no one to embrace. We think things are out of order. I'm speaking to you about stuff I've heard. And I'm saying to you this morning that there are times when we have to appreciate that prophecy is not often just for us. It's a prophetic word that has been developing generation after generation after generation. The same word. When you read in Daniel, you'll see in chapter 1, it began. But then you got to keep reading, and you get all the way through to chapter 12. Then you see the other bit. Then you understand why he said what he said in chapter 1. But we have to be prepared to understand that we are on a journey with God, a journey that he has already completed, but he wants to bring us there. And then often... What is happening is that God has to get stuff off of us. Get our thinking changed. Get our actions altered. Get us to a place where now we can receive. So God has to let a long period of time. Give God a hand for patience. Give God a hand for waiting on you. Give God a hand that things have gotten so bad in your life now. That the only thing that's going to turn it around is that you begin to do exploits. Daniel was taken to Babylon when he was 16 years old. And he stayed there and served as a prophet. He served, watch this now, He was taken in as a captive when Nebuchadnezzar came to Palestine and took them away. Not only he, but other young teenagers. You know them. Three of them. 
But God had his hand on their lives. Amen. Look at somebody and say, it doesn't matter where he takes you. As long as he gets you there. Sometimes God will use the enemy to get you in place so he can use you. Because all the while that he was in Palestine as a teenager, that's all he was. He was brilliant. The enemy always wants the best. He seeks the best in teenagers. All three of them. Remember? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know those guys. That really was not their names, but their names were changed. The enemy will do anything to get you out of the place where God wants you to be. And you need to give God praise if you understand and receiving this word today. Sixty-nine years. He's there. The sixty-nine years were a mixture of pain and progress. Pain and progress. It's amazing when you look at the New Testament church in the book of Acts, it progressed after pain. For example, with all of the persecution that they were going through, then the next verse that you read, or the next chapter that you read, and the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied. But it was all on the basis of the experience of persecution. That's why you ought to give God praise this morning that people have talked about you, run you down, put you through the mill, hurt your heart, disappointed you. Come on, somebody. You ought to give God praise that you are here because God's hand is still on your life. Well, you know, all of our messages, we have three points. Our points will be built around three words. One, appreciate. Two, activate. And number three, annihilate. You'll see how they will amplify and provide for you insight as to how to act when the enemy comes with his attacks. It's time to do exploits. Then you can understand the blessing of accepting the tithe, the the assignment of the tithe to do exploits. I said the time to do exploits. You know, in biblical study and homiletics and hermeneutics and all that kind of stuff, I search Strong's to get a definition, explanation of the implication. And I found out Strong's doesn't touch the word doesn't make an effort to explain that word exploit. You'll find it here in verse uh, 32, am I correct? But look at verse 28. 
it's there again. It says, then, look at verse 28, then shall he return to his land with great riches, and his heart shall be, what? Against the holy covenant, and he shall do exploits and return to his own land. Oh, Jesus. Some of us don't even know how to handle a blessing. That's why God can't trust you with it. My God. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. But then God blesses you. And then when you get blessed, you create a mess. The only thing that's going to get you out of that mess when you speak against the covenant that got you there is that you now have to do what? Exploit and return to his own land. You and I have to understand that God permits you to go through certain things so you can show the world how to handle it. Amen. 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 If anybody ought to know how to handle a blessing, it ought to be God's people. Amen. If anybody who ought to be able to demonstrate to the world that you can have great things, but the great things don't have you. Amen. You and I have the privilege as the people of God. I feel like walking, but, 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 but. God said, I bless you with every blessing. He said, I'm able to do exceeding and abundantly above all you can ask or think. But when he blesses you, you act crazy. High and mighty. Like you're the only one that could be blessed like that. But what you keep living to see is that God knows how to bless folk. And he'll bless the ones you least expect. I look at James Strong, who wrote Strong's Biblical Dictionary. I looked at Meryl Unger and the Unger Dictionary. I looked at William White. I looked at Smith's dictionary, and nobody said anything about exploit. The word's not even there. The word's not there. So the first thing we would do is to write it up and say, oh, it's in italics or whatever. They don't mean nothing. But when you check it out, you discover that if they didn't see the worthiness of exploring it, the Holy Ghost did. Even in the New American Standard Version, it reads like this. Displaying strength and taking action in the time of attack. displaying strength and taking action in the time of attack. Have you ever been through so much until you get tired? 
Have you ever been hurt so many times you say, I'm not going to put myself in that position again? Have you ever had something that's instead of it getting better and better, it gets worse and worse? And yet you keep on worshiping and you keep on praising. That's why some of y'all ought to be praising him right now. Because God sent this word directly for you. So you ought to be praising him now to let him know. You don't, I don't praise you because I am blessed. I don't praise you because you've given me so much. I praise you because of who you are. Some folk hang around just to get a blessing. Why don't you hang around to be a blessing? So God can get the glory out of you. My God, my God, my God, my God. We are so spoiled. We we think we got to get everything we ask for. Sometimes God will take it all from you. He wants you to let the world know I'm not serving him because of what he gives me. I'm not serving him because you're serving him. I'm serving him because I love him. I'm serving him because of the the wonder that he is in my life. Ancient words. Ever true. Changing me. Changing you. I went out so far in the spirit until when I came back, all I could hear was my teeth chattering. That's all I heard was my teeth chattering. I was in the house by myself. And that's all I heard was my, my teeth chattering. I opened my eyes and I looked around. I said, God, where was I? Glory to God. What's going on? I have ushered you in. Whether the people go with you or not, I have ushered you in. Regardless of how things look, I have ushered you in. So I just decided to act like I'm in. So when somebody else medical said, don't, no, 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 take a few weeks. <laughs> take a few weeks. I'm, mes- I'm looking at the few weeks and I'm looking what he said. I- and guess what? I made a decision. And the decision is that I'm here this morning. I may not be up top. But I'm here. You ought to praise God. Just the fact that you're here. Because folk wrote you off. They didn't want you to make it. But you're here this morning. He took you there. God have mercy. I'm not going another step until you praise him like you really mean it. 
not a step till you praise him. Like you mean it. Look at somebody and say to them, it's time to do exploits. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed, inspired, and informed as to how to conduct yourself when the enemy is attacking. You don't have to use flattery to get him off your back. You can stand strong and do exploits. Do those things that prove you know the God you serve. And the people that do know their God shall do exploits. So until next time, and I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living, may God bless you and yours. Concepts to live Concepts to Concepts to live can change your life today.